This episode is brought to you by Lefevre Landscaping. Give Brandon Lefevre a call for all your landscaping needs. This episode is also brought to you by Extreme Detail and LKN. Whether you have a car, a boat, a trailer, a truck, give Extreme Detail and LKN a call for all your detailing needs. This episode is also brought to you by Chance Owens with EXP Realty. Are you looking to buy or sell a home? Are you looking to invest through real estate? They give Chance Owens a call with EXP Realty. He's your hometown realtor for all your real estate needs. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast this week. We have got a lot of stuff coming up on this podcast. We have got another giveaway coming up. Our uh, one of our sponsors, Extreme Detail and LKN, Brad Joyce, has been uh, kind enough to give us something to do a giveaway through, and we're going to be doing this here in the next couple weeks. Um, it's going to be something uh, along the lines of what we did last time with the giveaway. We'll, we'll be a, a little, a couple things is going to be a little different, but it's going to be pretty much the same same deal. Uh, we've got uh, a guest coming on today that's completely different that we have not done. Uh, and we're going to get right to that here in just a minute. But a uh, big thank you, uh, shout out to our sponsors, the Fever Landscape and Extreme Detailing, uh, Chance Owens. A big, big shout out to them guys. They've, they've been real, uh, real helpful and uh, supportive for what we've been doing here. So big shout out to them. Um, be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, all that kind of good stuff. Give us a like, a follow, a five star review, and we'll get right at it uh, with this week's episode. what's up everybody welcome to the podcast today today we have on a guest we're going to do something totally different than we have been doing i've you hear the pissed off bumblebee behind me heading down the road but uh, we got somebody on today that that i don't know personally um i don't know what we're going to talk about i don't know what we're going to get into but we're going to get into it today josh drove up from uh from north from statesville north idol josh welcome to the show man appreciate you having me so uh how'd you hear about the show I saw it on Instagram. I was like, "Huh, this looks cool." So checked it out, and it's pretty pretty interesting. I actually I like it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, Josh messaged me and said, "Uh, uh you know, because I I sent everybody a thing out on the Instagram or or on the show or whatever. Said if you want to be on the show, holler at me. Let me know." Josh messaged me and said, "Hey, I'd like to be on the show." I said, "Okay." I said, "Uh, let let me look at the schedule, see who I've got coming on, and then uh, I'll get back with you and." Here you are. Yeah, boy. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited, too, man. This is something totally different. Normally, I have people on here that I know that, yeah. you know, I've been hunting with, been fishing with, and I kind of know, you know, a little bit about them. I have no idea who you are, what you're about, <laughs> or anything like that. i kind of seen your Instagram and stuff like that, but so you live up in North Ireland. Yep, yep. You've got a farm up there, correct? Yeah, thousand-acre farm. Me and my grandpa farm about, um, well, we farm 400 plus head of cattle we got cow calf operation okay all pretty, right pretty time consuming oh, we, i we, guarantee <laughs> it i guarantee it so do you listen to the podcast on the tractor a lot yeah yeah i listen to it as a matter of fact my probably my favorite episode was um that guy talking about the his brother killing a turkey out from underneath oh him. yeah justin the, yeah. Like, the last week's episode right yeah. oh yeah yeah i've had i've had that happen before have so, you oh lord yeah man. oh my goodness i oh, will get into that here in just a minute <laughs> A good uh the 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 funny thing is 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 you came up here and you sat down and uh and we were kind of talking a little bit about what we want to talk about and kind of how we we're gonna go about the show and everything which i don't write anything down i don't do any kind of notes i don't i don't really prepare it, you know anything we just kind of what it is, is what, yeah what it is is what it is but uh we sitting here talking and i said um I said, yeah, I was looking at some of your pictures on Instagram and stuff like that, just trying to figure out, you know, what all you about and what you do and everything, all, all this stuff. And I said, I think you hunt a little bit with James Lowry. Yeah, James, 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 James. He's a he's a one of a kind character. He's James a, is a one of a kind of character, that's for sure. He's a good old boy, though. I, oh, I yeah. like a lot of James. Yeah, but so that that was one of our one of our friends that we have in common, and we and we hunt with James before. I've hunted with James before, and. I'm sure you have too. And I hope that ain't the person that stole the turkey out from underneath. No, no, no. Okay, but okay. Me, me and James done a lot of turkey hunting together. Okay. Matter of fact, one of his biggest turkeys he's ever killed, I caught it in for him. Really? Yeah. Okay. 
So you pretty good turkey caller. Yeah, I'm decent. Okay. All right. Well, that's good, man. That's good. So I've seen on, on your Instagram and on your Facebook and everything like that that you do a lot of farming. you got a big farm up there. Yeah. I, I guess you, you hunt off of your farm, yeah, correct? Yeah, I okay. do. So what all kind of hunting do you do off of your farm? I do um, deer hunting, turkey hunting, do a little bit of duck hunting. We've got a few swamps around. i got a few ponds around that I go. I got permission from neighboring properties i can go duck hunt them okay coon hunt lord help i've we coon hunt from january 1st till the last day of the season in february Daggum. okay yeah you rabbit hunt anything like that yeah rabbit hunt a little bit i got a cousin that's got some really good dogs we'll go out and hunt a little bit i got you but what but you're most passionate about is Deer and turkeys. Deer and turkey. Yeah, man. That deer, that deer season gets you every time. Won't if, it? I, if I could pick one animal to hunt the rest of my life and not give it up, it'd be turkeys. Really? Yes. Okay. I, right. I love turkey hunting. Hey, I do too. I do too, man. I, I and it's I've been extremely fortunate. I've I've got to shoot my slam. I've I've got to you know go turkey hunting some crazy places or whatever. Some of the craziest, wildest stories I have turkey hunting is right here in the daggum backyard oh i know it's, yeah and it and it's different every year you you try so hard to you know this is going to be the year boys this is what we're going to do this is the plan this is how it's going to work out yep never does no never <laughs> never does never uh, Pro- probably one of my best turkey hunts was that morning with james really yeah there was a we set up on a field edge and there's a hen started yelping like i made the first note on that call and this huzzy went nuts like all she done was cut the whole entire time never yelped all she done was cut she was like she was 30 yards behind us i don't know how we got in there and sat down yeah but uh this turkey was a couple ridges over he was just hammering it you know just blah 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 well, he pitched down, started to us. I'm like, well, this ain't going to friggin' work. She's, she's going to go right to him, which yeah, right. she did. Right. And then it comes out, there was like seven more hens showed up with him. So it was him and eight hens. And uh, I was calling back and forth to them hens, and one of them messed up. They done, they hit it with a kiki, and I was like, uh-oh, game over. <laughs> I answered her back. She kiki'd, I kiki'd, and then here the whole group come, and he – Blast him like 30 yards. Oh, man. Big like, bird? Nice yeah, bird? Yeah, like 11 and a half, 11 and three quarter inch Ooh, beard. Goodness gracious. Yeah, he was a stud. That's crazy. Y'all have to forgive me a little bit. I I got sick, and I don't really know how in the hell I got sick. I was 20 miles offshore in a kingfishing tournament and come back inshore, and all of a sudden I'm sick. I don't, I don't get it. And we were supposed to do the podcast yesterday, and I texted Josh. I said, there ain't no way I can do it, son. I just, <laughs> I was laid up in the bed, and I don't ever get sick. So it's kind of – I was like, man, I, I hate this crap. But uh, I'm pretty much on the backside of it, on the downhill side of it now. So I, if I sound a little raspy and a little – yeah, it's, I'm getting over it. But uh, but that's good, though. You and, How many times you and James went hunting together? I mean, you probably can't even count. Yeah. No, I can't. Yeah. We started hunting together in like 2013, 14, somewhere in there. There you go. He, him and another friend of mine was actually trying to kill that bird, and they couldn't do it. And I was like, why don't you, James said, can you come up here and call this turkey in yeah. for me? I was like, yeah, man, sure, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. And we, I did it. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, what's your favorite turkey call to use? Yeah, I, I know you say you're pretty pretty fluent in speaking turkey. My favorite is to use a slate. Okay. I have a, um, shoot, what's the name of that thing? It's a Cherry Classic Crystal. Oh, okay. By, um, Lord, the name just left me. Old age sucks. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. It, you know, we ain't sponsored by them or anything, so <laughs> <laughs> you don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> I I like to use a slate too. I've got I've got several different slate calls I use. I use a crystal, I use a slate. My favorite one's Pecker Record. He he had a um a crystal snake wood uh call that I bought last year. Extremely sharp. Yeah. Just I mean very fine tuned and uh we had several birds this year that that I kind of 
I didn't start out calling them what that call. I started out calling them with something else. And when they got not interested anymore, I hit that one. Yeah. And just because it was just so fine tuned and so sharp, they would answer that one. And for some reason, I you know I don't I I can't figure turkeys out. I don't think anybody in the world can figure. You got a these brain down. as big as your thumbnail. You ain't gonna figure them out. Yeah, but. yeah. It's it's ridiculous. But they would answer that call. And not answering anything else that we had, and I don't, yeah. I don't know why. But. I've got, I've got one call in my bag that's like that. I bought it when I was um, like a sophomore in high school. Yeah, I'd went turkey hunting one morning by myself. I had a mouth call, and I ain't worth a shit with a mouth call. <laughs> and um, I'd had these turkeys worked up; they wouldn't do nothing. I was like, "By God, I'm gonna go buy me a turkey call." And there I went and bought a um, HS Strut Ring Zone mm-hmm. slate call. And that has been the best turkey call I have ever bought in my life. It's crazy. I, it was like a $20 call from Walmart. Yeah. I still got one in mine. I think um, I think it's an HS, an HS Strut, too. I think it's the Little Deuce, I think. Yeah, the Little Deuce. Yeah. I had one of those. Yeah, I still, I still have it because I still use it like on a rainy day or something. Or if yeah, they just one I really don't give a crap about. Yeah, exactly. They ain't really wanting to talk or something yeah. like that. Like, eh, throw this at them, see if it'll work. Um, but, yeah, I keep I keep stuff like that in my bag, too, yeah. whenever I'm just out there running around. Now, do you do a lot of, a lot of running and gunning, or do you kind of sit and sit up on them and well, kind of come to you? I'm extremely ADHD, so, oh, okay. yeah, so I right. do a lot of running and gunning. But then again, you know, I'll, I'll sit one out, too, if I got to. Yeah. yeah. We, we set one out this past year. I, I'm sure you probably heard about it on the podcast with Chase. But, dude, that was, like, one of the first times I ever, like, sat down and just – you know, this is what we're gonna do. I'm sitting here. I ain't moving, and and that's it. And it worked out for us. But dude, oh that's those a lot of times that don't work out. Golly, so. I was I was sitting there like two hours in. I'm just like, this is a mistake. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I need to get out of here. I got on this turkey this past season with a friend of mine on one of his properties. It's the biggest turkey I've ever seen in my life. Uh, like, this mug was huge. His beard was almost dragging the ground. Mm. It's the big freaking turkey. I called him in, called that turkey in three different times, three different times hunting. Yeah. And never killed that turkey yet. Oh, gosh. Three different times. The first time I called him in, he was was in a cornfield, and then he started coming to us through a thicket, and we just sat down. Yeah. And uh, this turkey was at, like, 40 yards. He was shooting a 410. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty good shooting little 410, though. Dude, got, so I've heard we we actually I think we started talking about this one time with Nathan. People are starting to go to these four tens yeah. and these twenty gauges because the pattern on them is just already yeah, that, they're already tight. Shooting that tungsten too. Yeah, man, that stuff is a beast. God, see, I I haven't tried it. Yeah, I, you got to try the tungsten. I haven't tried. It. I got to try. It. Anyway, sorry, yeah. didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, Keep you're on. good. You're good. But uh, my turkey was cut like he was coming in on a string. I called this turkey three times, and he was coming in on a string. I yeah. told him, I said, just just wait, just wait. He's coming, just he's coming, he's coming. And that turkey got like thirty yards, and he said, Puck, and took off. No, no I, reason whatsoever. No, no. it was just, just sitting there up against trees. He's on him. I'm on him. You know, we're just waiting for him to come, just another five yards. And that turkey said, Puck, and took off. Oh my gosh! Caught him in two more times. Same thing. Just he'd come in. First time I had a decoy out, and I was like, "Well, maybe he boogered it to decoy." Yeah. Second time didn't have a decoy out, and you know we was hid good. Turkey was coming down the edge of the field. He got within range almost, and left. Dang! Every time I called this frigging turkey, and that's what he done. He put so and leave. You still hadn't shot this turkey? No, nah, I don't know. He haunts your dreams. He does. Oh my god! We was over there deer. <laughs> we was over there deer hunting a couple of weeks ago. As a matter of fact, last week, and I was like, man, I was like, I'm having nightmares, like Vietnam flashbacks of this freaking turkey. That's all I can think about is that turkey. Dude, I had one do the same exact thing to me. We never, we called him in uh, one time. He never even come within range. It was one of those things where I'd set up on him, mm-hmm. and he would come in, and he'd go completely different opposite direction. I'd go to that direction the next day. He'd be back down over there. And we just kept doing this back and forth. I finally called my buddy. I said, look, I need some help. I just need you to come with me. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. Maybe he doesn't like the way that I'm calling. Maybe if you can call him, maybe we can get this bird in here. But he's a huge bird. I said, I am going out there tonight, 
and I'm going to put him to bed. And, and I did. I went right out there, and I didn't say a word to him. I, did, I just sat there as pretty as please. Funny thing is, me, my father-in-law, my brother-in-law, my wife, my son, and my mother-in-law are all standing out there as I'm listening for this turkey to go in. We're just standing there talking. This dude comes in and walks in 25 yards away from me. <laughs> walks right in front of me. I had my gun in the truck. And my father-in-law goes, Hey, gum, look at that. You can shoot him from right here. I said, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> he said, well, it's turkey season, right? I said, yeah, it is. I said, I've been hunting that bird for a while. He said, well, why don't you shoot him? I said, can't do it, man. It just doesn't seem right to do it that way. Nah, you know? can't do so it. So I sat there and watched this dude fly up in the tree. I can tell you exactly what limb he was on. And I left. I said, okay. I said, he's dead in the morning. Right. I know where he's at. I know what tree he's in. I know what limb he's in. Called my buddy. I said, we're going to get in there super early, 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning, pitch black. I'm going to park the, the Jeep around back. You know, we're, we're, we're going to do all – we're going to do it right. Yeah. Dude, we got in there. We sat down. We were hid. I just put one single hen decoy out there. No Jake, no nothing, just a single hen decoy. I sat out there, and we sat there and watched this turkey on the limb sit there and gobble at us and all the other hens that we had around us until 9.30 that morning, and he wouldn't come off that daggum limb. And finally, mm. I just I had enough. I, and I know what you're thinking. I've seen your face. I've seen your face. I know what you're thinking. And trust me, I thought about it, yeah, too. Yeah, boy, man. Might have had a date the next morning underneath this tree. Yeah. I, I, I'm telling you, I was like. I'd have limb-lifted that sucker. Dude, I was so pissed. Oh, God, I was so mad. My buddy's sitting there. He's like. You know, what do we do? And I'm like, I don't know what to do, man. I mean, <laughs> he ain't, bitch off the roof. Yeah, he ain't coming down, you know. So, yeah, I know what you mean about a turkey that'll haunt your dreams yeah, like boy. that. I, I've had one do the same exact thing to me. Have you ever had a deer haunt your dreams too? Yes. My, yeah. my neighbor actually killed him the third day of bow season. This year? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. He was six. Oh, and that's half. the one you sent me. Yeah, that six and a half year old eight pointer. Oh gosh. Yeah, I hunted that deer every day last year. I, I passed up deer that I normally wouldn't pass up to kill that deer. I shot a four and a half year old seven pointer with my bow mm -hmm. earlier in bow season last year. Yeah. So I just had the one buck tag left. Right. Like I had kids, my kids that wanted to go. They was like, oh. Can we go? Can we go with you? Can we shoot a deer? I'm like, no, you can't. I'm I'm hunting. You know, yeah. I was hunting that deer, and then he sent me that picture. Third day of bow season, said, "You want to get you, put your hands on the big eight? I've got him." I was like, "You have got to be friggin' kidding me!" Oh, did you go over? No, I couldn't. Oh god, <laughs> I couldn't, man. I'd have cried. <laughs> oh my god, I'd have had to go see him. I'd have had to go see him. I mean. <clears throat> you yeah, that, that little time. green jealous monster got the best oh, of me too yeah. oh yeah yeah oh, it'll it. do it it'll do it in but i mean he he deserved that deer and he puts a lot of money yeah into uh feeding deer like he feeds deer year round yeah but yeah he's he's a um, next door neighbors lw miller i don't know if you're familiar uh -uh. with the with the urn hearts uh like the urn hearts no, you know Dale Earnhardt. Well, I know, I know Dale Earnhardt. Yeah, he, he married Kelly, his daughter. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're I my they're my next door neighbors. They're good people. Okay, it's funny it, you talk about Kelly because I know I know Kelly, met Kelly a couple times. Um, <laughs> some of the guys I talked to on the phone with uh, UPS and stuff, they deliver up there to in the race park. Yeah, up so at Junior Motors. Yeah, so he talks to Kelly all the time when he's up in there and yeah. he talks to Junior all the time or whatever. So it's it's just crazy whenever you say, you know, something like that. It's like I mean, yeah, I kinda know them but I in a roundabout way, yeah. I guess. Uh, yeah, I they're do. good they're good people. But L W is a really nice guy. But that's who shot him? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was her husband. Daggone. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. Oh, it was. I I was sick to my stomach, man. Yeah, that's a tough one. I had I had. Um, I, I was all over that deer last year. I never could figure out his exact travel patterns, but I was all over it. Mm, dang. Yeah. So, it, I, did you just not have that deer on camera at all this year? Nah, I mean he, he that deer out. pretty much had you know them old deer have stay in a strict yeah little small circle of travel pattern yeah and i just 
where I mean our properties butt up to each other, but he wasn't coming where I where I was hunting at. So. Yeah. Dang, that's yeah. A, that's a tough one. Oh, I yeah. had something similar happen that to me too. My cousin, <clears throat> years and years and years ago, he uh, he wanted to hunt really bad, and he called me and said, "Hey, you know, I'd like to come up here and hunt." I said, "That's fine. I've got a pretty good spot up here." I was like, "But listen, there is a big eight pointer in here that I have been hunting. All I ask is don't kill this don't big, kill him, this yeah. big eight pointer. Like you can shoot a doe, you can shoot a spike, you can whatever well, you want to shoot. Just don't that one. don't shoot." that deer because i've been hunting that deer for yeah. a year he's like i got you no problem he's like i'm just you know i'm just hunting strictly for me he's like whatever walks out i'm, I'm shooting i said okay that's fine well i'm sitting down at the bottom and i hear the kaboom i was like Shit. he got one i'm like well i hope it's you know not the one that i hope it you know it yeah. is whatever so i go walking up into the woods and i'm texting him as i'm walking through the woods hey i'm walking in don't shoot me you know blah blah, blah whatever now if i got somebody hunting with me if i got a deer i don't want them to shoot you know i make sure to show them a picture of that. oh i did oh did you? Oh. oh yeah i know where this is going oh yeah <coughs> i showed him a picture of him oh no so we get up there and i said um i said what'd you get he said man a big deer come out i said don't tell me it's that big eight pointer he said no it's not it's not it's a completely different deer I said a completely different deer. He said it is. He said he said you show me the picture. This is not that deer. I said okay. I said I said how do you know it's not this deer? First, let's start there. He said well this deer is a nine pointer, not an eight pointer. I said are you are you sure? And he said yeah, I'm positive. I pulled the picture back up, and this is prior. This is back whenever like the the wildlife wild game cameras or whatever yeah very grainy or whatever and i'm looking at it and i showed him a picture i said you sure it's not this deer he said yeah i'm positive i said okay so we're sitting there and as we're sitting there talking a doe comes walking up right in there so i just kind of i was like i thought about shooting her but i didn't so i let her go and then we look over at his deer he's laying down and i said all right let's go over and get it so we go over and get it i go over and turn that deer around it was him it was the same exact deer. He had just miscounted. It was an eight-pointer, not an eight-pointer. Oh, man. It was that deer. He was um, 17 and a half inches wide on the end frame. Inside, that's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, it was. I mean, he was a good-sized deer. And uh, <clears throat> I was happy for him because he's never shot a big deer like that. Yeah. But I was, like you said, I was also jealous, yeah, extremely yeah, pissed yeah. off because – that deer was supposed to be mine. Yeah, you know, so I, I completely understand what you what yeah. you what you're saying and what you went through on that one. Yeah, but it's all good. I got that big wide load deer that we've been gonna be hunting this year. So, oh, you got another one. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, this deer's he's four and a half, maybe five, and he's twenty plus inches. Nice. Maybe more like twenty two plus inches inside. Dang. Yeah, I passed him up last year as a three-year-old. He was standing at like 30 yards with a rifle. So I got a good look at him. He was an eight-pointer, well, a nine-pointer last year, mainframe eight, had a little kicker coming off his G2. Yeah. And he was 21 or better last year. I, that He was – How uh, the heck did you pass that deer up, man? I was hunting oh, the big <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to rub salt in the wound there. <laughs> yeah. I was hunting that big deer, but you know, I was, you know, we had already me and LW had already talked about passing that deer one more year, just to see what he'd turn into. Right. And he actually went from a wide nine pointer to a giant six. I mean, he, the deer is massive. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. I didn't mean to rub salt in the wound there, my man. But I, I mean, I completely understand. At least you have neighbors that you can talk to and say hey you know i mean we're we're all on a dmat program anyway a deer management program right like we don't shoot anything that's under two and a half years of age okay you know, if it's the horns are outside of its ears it's legal but you know most of us 90 percent of us that's in that dmat aren't going to shoot anything younger than three and a half years old okay so all right well that's good yeah so we're, good. we're finally starting to get some really good deer matter of fact i've got two on the wall that i killed <laughs> off my farm that scored 120 plus nice nice okay because you know from i've hunted Iredale county most of my life only for like the last um 
seven years, eight years mm-hmm. I've been up here, but I, I, the Iredell County mindset is, you know, if it's brown, it's down. Yeah. Um, so it's good. Iredell County's actually come around. We're starting to get some really good deer killed. That's good. Off Iredell County. Matter of fact, there was a deer killed not far from my house last year. It scored almost, I think it was 160. Dang. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So they're getting up early then. Yeah, he was a toad. That's a big deer. Yeah. Dang, that's something that you see out in their eye or, or something like well, that. Well, I mean, it's like that big eight-pointer. That's not going to look like a freaking mule deer is how high his rack was. Yeah. I've got I've got some cool deer up here this year, but I nothing I don't think I'm going to shoot, <clears throat> really, because I'm, I'm kind of like you. It's kind of like. I want I want to see them grow now. I don't yeah. I don't I'm not really interested in shooting whatever, but I want to see them grow now. Yeah, so. that's that's where we're at. We're letting them letting them go and grow. That's what you got to do. Get that's them big deer. Hey, that's what you got to do, man. So staying on track, staying on course with the with the deer hunting thing, because that's what you're pretty passionate about. It is deer season. If we just you just took a you just took a hard loss, I feel for you. Yeah, boy. I'm there for you. I kind of, we've been kind of. He's been showing me pictures of some of the deer that he's got up there. We talked about that big wide, wide load, you, yeah, big boy. old wide load deer that you got up there. I've showed him a few that I've got up here. So we've been kind of going back and forth with these with these deer and kind of you know talking like like you do normally. You know, tailgate talk is oh, what, yeah. I, what I call it. You know. And that's basically all this podcast is, is just tailgate talk. We just kind of sit around and shoot the shit and we'll see what happens. But <clears throat> one thing that I was going to want to kind of talk about during in the podcast is is the deer hunting thing. But um, you were telling me that you had a pretty cool story about, one, the first deer that you shot with your dad. Yeah. And yeah. then, two, the first deer that your daughter, daughter shot. Yeah. So you have you have how many kids? You said six. Six kids. Yep. I got twin girls that are twelve, and I've got a little boy that is ten, and I have twin boys that are six. It'll be seven Saturday, and then we have me and my wife have one together, and he'll be two in November. Goodness gracious, that's a lot to keep up with. Yeah. But you have a thousand acre thing going on. You got farm going on up there. That's a lot of stuff for the kids to do. Yeah, boy. The twins are they're playing baseball. I'm coaching their coaches pitch baseball team. So. Oh, dang. Yeah, so we got matter of fact, the only reason why I got to come tonight was because the ball game got canceled. Why'd they cancel the ball game tonight? Uh the other team had five kids that had a pink eye outbreak. So. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's Holy. kids are nasty. Yeah, that's that's what it is. That is what it is. But uh, yeah, so I want I want to hear the story. Whatever which one you want to tell first, that's a so completely the up to one you. with me and my dad. That's probably that's a good one. I was um, fifth, sixth grade, something like that. Me and him went. It was um, black powder season. We went hunting, and that evening we were sitting down in the river bottom, and we saw like six or eight different bucks. Never seen a doe. It was all bucks. You know, I was, of course I was passionate to piss. I him, Dad, can I shoot that one? No. <laughs> we're gonna wait, Dad. Can I shoot that one? No, we're gonna wait. A big one will be here soon. Just, just wait. You'll see. Well, it's getting about dark, and there was a big six pointer come off the ridge beside of us and was just standing there. Well, I got the muzzleloader up. Me and Dad was beating around trying to get the safety off of it. <laughs> Deer's just standing there looking at us at like 35, 40 yards, just standing there. And uh, finally, get the safety off. I draw down on that deer, and I just boom. Next thing I know, my dad smacks the shit out of the back of my head and says, boy, what in the hell are you doing? I said, I shot that deer. He said, I know you did. Why? I said, because he was big. He said, you better hope to God he was, or I am going to absolutely beat you with every inch of your life. I said, well, I I promise, Dad, he's he's a big deer. So he wasn't on board with you? No, hell no, because he didn't see it. He was trying to, he never fully saw the deer. Because it was dark enough, you couldn't really see it with your naked eye. Uh, you had to be looking through the scope. Yeah, yeah. well, I saw him through the scope, and, you know, his horns was outside of his ears, and I knew that that was a legal deer to shoot. So yeah. I made the ultimate decision there to you send yeah. it. Well, yeah. he sent it to the back of my head with his hand. <laughs> so we get down, we start tracking the deer, don't find any blood. We couldn't really remember exactly where the deer was standing. Oh, um, gosh. Oh, yeah. 
So then finally, we find a deer, and then my dad had to eat crow and apologize for hitting me in the back of the head. Because it was a big one. Yeah, it was 17, 16 and a half, 17 inch spread. That's a good deer. Yeah. That's a big deer. Yeah, weighed 172 pounds. It was, it was a good deer. <sighs> Daggum. Mm-hmm. I, that's that's one thing about muzzleloading that, that I'd never – see, my dad never hunted. Yeah. Never hunted. So I kind of picked it up um, – just kind of by myself. I had some friends along the way that I hunted and, and did stuff with or whatever, but I ended up getting a uh, 30-30 off of a crackhead down in the south side of the state. So that ain't no joke. Yeah. I, my dad, we picked this. I killed several deer with 30-30. We good picked this gun. gun up from some Joe Blow over there or whatever, wanted 20 bucks for it or whatever. And and you know how it was back in, back in whenever the hell it was. That was way back in the day, but – you know, we just bought the gun just to buy the gun, you know. Yeah. If it shoots, it shoots. If it doesn't, it doesn't, you know, whatever. And um, the dad gave me that gun, and it wasn't much. I mean, it had the serial number scraped off of it. I mean, it was it's, rough. It's probably it, hot. It was probably hot. I ain't going <laughs> to lie to you. It was, it was in rough shape. But you know what? That was my first gun, and I loved that gun just yeah. like I would any other gun. It was a piece of garbage. It rust yep, every yep. time that you took it outside because it didn't have no blue on it or whatever. But that's what I shot my first deer with, and uh, dude, I'm telling you that the the shooting your first deer, thank, yours was a huge buck, right? Yeah. That was the first deer you ever shot. No, that was the third deer I'd ever shot. But that was the first buck you ever shot. First buck, first deer I'd ever shot with my dad. Okay, yeah. okay. So that so that's a, that's something that I'm hoping get to spend with with my son because yeah. I didn't I never get shot shot a deer with my dad. Dad just didn't hunt. He didn't care anything about it. Loves to fish. Now, my dad started me out when I was four. I think it, I was wow. four when the first time okay. he ever took me hunting. I want an open platform deer, deer stand. Wow. No, yeah, no, okay. no sides on it, no nothing. It was an open platform deer stand. He had me sitting on a bucket. Sitting out and just bare, yeah. open. Holy cow. Four okay. years old, yes, sir. Dude, because I, I took my son for the first time like two weeks ago. Which was a complete experience, man. I'm telling you, <laughs> this boy he he loves it, but he hates it at the same time. And I'm kind of it's that line, you know. And and you're gonna tell your story here in just a minute, but it's that line where you want to you want to kind of push them just a little bit, but you don't want to push them too hard. Yeah, you don't don't want to don't want to break them up, right? And so I put this buddy stand up that I've got, and I bought this buddy stand. God, dude, I don't even remember how long I've had it now. This is the biggest daggum buddy stand I think I've ever seen in my life. It is 21 and a half feet Jeez. tall. I don't even think they make them that tall anymore. But I put this stand up, and I forgot how tall it was. And I was like, there's no way I'm letting my four-year-old climb up in this tree stand. <laughs> so I told Brooke, I told my wife, I said, I'm, I'm going to take Jace hunting. She goes, well, you going to take him and put him in that stand? I said, heck no, I ain't taking him put him in that stand. I'm going to take a blind out there and set it out there. So we go out there. Well, I had to cut some limbs and stuff or whatever. Well, Jace was walking through the woods, and he got stuck. You know how you kind of you walk, and then you just get stuck, and you can't figure out which way to go. Yeah. He got stuck, scared him to death, and he wanted to leave after that. And I said, no, we set out to do something. We're going to do it. So we did. We ended up hunting. We I seen a deer way off in the distance. That deer seen my son way before he seen it. Blew and <laughs> took off, and then – we had another one come in the woods behind us, and the way he was sitting, she kind of seen at an angle inside there. Of course, he's doing what four-year-olds do in a blind, and so she seen him, and she blew behind him. Oh man! And which scared him, and then yeah, it was it was a whole process. <laughs> so we're we're gonna try again. But the first the first time you killed a deer with your daughter. Oh yeah, well, I've got a I've got a deer stand on the on the property. Um, Actually, it was a friend of my grandpa's. He used to come out there and hunt. He's dead now. But he built a fully enclosed deer stand. Dang. That's just got little windows on it you can open. Like a like a box blind? Yeah. But okay. this one's like handmade. Like it's nice. got insulation, nice. everything in it. Like, yeah. That Soundproof. Like legit. Yeah, carpet in the floor. Like this dude used to take like a thermos of coffee. He had a sleeping bag, pillow. Like he'd stretch Holy out and sleep cow. Yeah. Holy cow. Okay. Yeah, so that's like I've got the perfect spot to take kids hunting because you can get away with more movement yes. more talking yes. in it than you can i gotta, I gotta my gotta, other box stands. i gotta do i gotta get one of those i gotta build one or something it's to take him. it's nice but um i took my um 10 year old daughter hunting 
And, you know, all, all I've ever shot is uh, either 30-30 or 30-06. Right. Well, I had a 308 when I was younger, too. But um, she was shooting my 30-06. She wanted to go. She wanted to kill a deer. So I was like, okay. It was like day after Thanksgiving. Now, like, how old is she at this point? She's 12. And I, uh, then she was 10. 10, okay. Yeah, 10 right. years old, shooting the Bremington 700 30-06. Daggum, boy. Yeah. I ain't messing with her. Uh-uh. Ain't nobody messing with her, boy. She, that, uh, we hadn't seen shit all evening it's just a bunch of squirrels birds I was hunting in a holly thicket you can't see the corn piles like 25 yards from yeah. the deer stand but uh hadn't seen shit nothing and then a deer comes in right before dark and i look at it and i seen horns yeah. i told her i said that's a buck i said it's up to you i said if you want to shoot it you can if not you don't have to yeah. he's like i want to shoot it i was like okay so I looked at looked at the deer, make sure it was legal to shoot, and there's, I think he had a, like a 15, 16 inch spread, something like that. Okay, so wait, hang on, time out. You're talking about a 15, 16 inch spread, like it ain't nothing, like that's just you know that's a baby deer or whatever, like that. Well, I mean that's that's what we have to shoot. It has to be outside of its ears before we can shoot it. Right. A two and a half year old deer. So if, right. it, if it's 14 to 16, you you know it's at least a two and a half year old deer. Dude, that's, I mean, like, that's not even a question for, for me now it's a question because I don't, I don't, I try to, I'm trying to manage this property up here. Back in 10 years ago when we were shooting up in Iredell County where I lived at, at the time, their motto is, is Browns down or yeah. whatever. So, yeah. you know, 15, 16 inch wide deer, that's a good deer for, for that area. Anyways, at that time, now it's kind of you know grown it's, up. That's kind of about an average. Yeah. fourteen to sixteen on two and a half year old deer is about average. Okay, something like that. But yeah, I made sure that you know he was a two and a half year old deer. He was legal to shoot, and she dropped down, and I told her, I said, take a deep breath. I said, just squeeze, and she shot, and the deer dropped in his tracks. So she Dang shot God. him right dead center of the shoulder, and he just dropped. Dang. The eye went ballistic. I have crying shaking and all she's worried about is her ears hurting because the gun was loud oh my god oh yeah it was it's great man that, i can't wait for that that, I can't that feeling of watching your kid shoot your first deer is you, you you can't describe it like, and that's a good deer for a first one I mean, oh yeah that gun i mean most most kids are shooting does for the first one or you know a little spike or or spike, something yeah. like that i mean that's a nice deer for her first deer yeah you set the bar high yeah that, uh, that's good that's that's what that's what you got to do. I mean, if you want to have you know big deer to hunt, you've got to got to let them little ones go. Yeah, but it, that one that one wasn't going. He was not nah, Alan staying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he he was staying with her. That's I good. actually uh, European mounted it for. You did it yourself. Yeah. Okay. So you do, do you do European mounts and yeah. all that kind of stuff? I okay. do. I do my own European mounts. I cut up my own deer. All that good stuff. Process it. Yep. Do everything yourself. Yeah. Matter of fact, done one yesterday. Did you? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I shot a doe last week, and I put her in my cooler, and I worked her up last night, yesterday afternoon. Nice. Made cube steak, hamburger. Daggum, son. Yeah, man. Now, do you do do you do uh, your cows, too, every now and then? Do you do a cow? Yeah, we had, we'd done a steer, matter of fact, back in March, I guess it was. Daggum, so you're just self-sufficient out there. No, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. That one was actually, that was, that was, that was fun. That was cool. Was it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, we had this. We got this old cow in our place. We've tried catching her for like six years. She keeps jumping out. Oh gosh. Well, we had had the death date for her. Like we was gonna shoot this bitch in the pasture and be done with her. Take her to the guy that works up beef. Yeah. And have him work her up. Well, she ended up having a freaking calf. Oh gosh. Hadn't had a calf in like eight years, and we finally going to kill her, and she has one. Oh gosh. So we pick out this like it was a almost a thousand pound steer. Yeah. That was wild as a deer. <laughs> so I took my dad's seven millimeter oh eight and shot this steer out in the cow pasture. Yeah. It was actually kind of sporty, to be honest with you. I had to run him out of the woods, out of a river bottom into a open pasture so I could shoot him and I shot him about fifty yards of oh seven millimeter oh eight right between the eyes. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that's that's great. You got, you, I guess you got a lot of beef off of that mm. one. That's good. Yeah, that's good. But yeah, I do we've worked up our own but now that we've got somebody that can do it, I'd rather take a beef somewhere. That's a lot oh, of work. Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I but guarantee you. I've up, never done it, but I guarantee it is. We work up our own sausage. I'll go buy a pig. We'll kill, slaughter it, make sausage, and liver mush. Dad gum, son. 
Yeah, y'all self-sufficient up there. Yeah. I'll tell you. Yeah, me and my wife done a bunch of canning this summer. We canned like 40 quarts of chicken. Dang. Corn, green beans, pickles. Dang. <laughs> yeah, soup. Dang, all right. Well, y'all doing good up there then. Y'all doing real good up there because yeah, I, I, I can't do anything. I got like a little small garden back here. It went to hell in a handbasket. I just kind of let I was like, you know what? I ain't dealing with that. Uh, my buddy Chase has got some cows over there. I'm hoping to get one off of him to get to get in here. But uh, we tried processing a deer by ourselves. Um, I didn't do too great at it. I didn't do bad at it, but I didn't do too great at it. I don't have any experience doing it. So it was kind of one of those things where I shot a deer and I was like, you know, I'm going to try to do this by myself. And I quickly realized that the guy that I pay $100 to do it, um, yeah, he, he earns every bit of that $100. So... I just take it to him now to, to to do all my stuff. I've actually got some family members at home that they kill a deer. They'll they'll bring it to me and have me work it up. I'll That's grind good. it up, slice some jerky, whatever they want. Okay. It's I love it. I love cutting up meat. <clears throat> wow. My fa- my favorite thing to cut up on a deer is a ham. You can just sit there and dissect it. Just yeah. cut the each individual muscle groups off. Yeah. It's okay. Be- mm. The best thing you can ever eat. Is a bone-in deer shoulder roast. I have done one. Oh my gosh! Yes, I have. Thank done you, one. Stephen Ranella. <laughs> I have done one, and you are correct. Golly, Pete, man, there ain't nothing better than that right there. Mm-mm. Now, how do you how do you do yours? So I'll take it and I'll cut it off with that elbow, and just have like the the thick meaty part of the shoulder blade. Uh-huh. I'll put it in a crock pot. I'll put a Creole garlic powder, onion powder minced onions beef broth okay or beef bouillon cubes in with it and let it cook on like low or medium all night uh-huh and then put your taters and carrots whatever you want in there with it <sighs> golly beat man goodness Craig, dang, i'm getting me hungry my fa- <laughs> favorite thing to do is uh my wife will take the broth out of that uh-huh and cook rice in it oh oh yeah oh. roast rice and hot sauce you'll thank, oh. you'll thank me later goodness gracious well I'm about to write that one down. That's good. I'm gonna have to do that for sure. Yeah, man. So you talking about these big deer that you that you've got over there, and I seen the pictures you showed. That that deer is is something else. I'll tell you that. You ever got buck fever on one where you just you just froze completely? No. No, really. Yeah. Okay. So what my grandpa always told me to do when a big buck comes in, he says, once you see its horns and you know you're going to kill it, focus on getting the shot. Yeah. So that's what I do. As soon as I, I'll look at the head, and then once I've determined that, yes, today today's the day, I'm, yeah. I'm sending it. I'll, I'll not look at his head again until I put my hands on him. Oh, my gosh. Well, that, I mean, that's good. I've... <laughs> I froze I, one. I have I've had one that I have just completely froze on, and um, it's it's not something that I'm very proud of, <laughs> but it has happened to me. Um, thank God it ain't ever happened to you. Cause yeah. The big the biggest deer I've ever point or I guess scoring wise, I shot it in 2019. He come in, he scored um, like 120 and a half, 120 and three quarters, something like that. Okay. He um he come in right behind a doe. And I seen him, he was, first time I caught a glimpse of him, he was like 100 yards off at the edge of a cow pasture on the other side of the fence. And he come walking that fence just right behind that doe. He had about 20 yards in between him and her, you know, just keeping her in sight, keeping yeah. her moving. Yeah. So I knew right then that that was a older deer because, mm-hmm. you know, them young bucks are. They're just right on them. Oh, yeah. They get a whiff of it, and they're crazy. Yeah. But um, he come in, and I shot him like 50 yards dang yeah okay he crossed the fence i seen his horns i was like Ooh, hello <laughs> and then i went to you know getting the gun ready to to shoot you know, i'd once i make my mind up that's i it. don't look at the horns again oh that's good that's good because I, I like i said i froze up on a couple of them and because the longer you sit there and look at them the more oh, yeah. nervous you're gonna get and oh, you yeah. got to worry about making a bad shot and all this stuff man i'll tell you i i almost froze up on the biggest deer that i've shot uh recently and it, it's so funny because i was actually talking to a few of my friends while sitting in the in the blind just text them you know and it was extremely foggy 
that morning. And um, I've got this one spot that I hunt where I'll take the blind and I just set it out in the middle of the field. And for some reason, these deer, they don't care about that blind. I don't know what it, I don't know if it's the blind itself. And it ain't nothing special about the blind. The blind is just a, a mare step pop up yeah. blind. There ain't nothing special about it. But for some reason, in that spot, they don't care about the blind. And uh, I said that. They look enough like a hay bale that they don't pay no attention. I guess. I don't know. But uh, <clears throat> I sat there, and it was foggy, and I was texting my buddy. I said, hey, man, you see anything? And he's like, no, nah, not really. What about you? So, dude, I got deer all over me. There's does out there, a little six-pointer running around, a little spike running around. And they're all running these does around in circles in this field and, and going crazy and all this other stuff. And it is so foggy, you can barely just see them. All of a sudden, this deer just stands up out of the middle of the field and when he stands up he shakes and shakes the dew off of him oh and it's nothing that i have ever seen before in my life every single buck that was in that field when he stood up they left i mean to the edges every doe that was in that field came right to him and just stood right beside him and when he stood up and he shook, he turned around, he looked dead at me at 150 yards, just turned around and looked dead at me. I said, I'm done. He's already <laughs> seen me. There ain't nothing I can do. I had a 270, and I sat up there, and I put the scope right on him at 157 yards it was. And he looked dead at me again, and he turned broadside, and he looked dead at me again, and I just dropped him right there. And that was the biggest deer that I've shot. And uh, I almost froze up on that deer just because I've never seen a deer. And i never seen that deer. Never, I ain't got a single picture of that deer. Nothing. Right that place deer, at the right time. Yeah. And and just seeing one stand up out of the grass. Yeah. And just shake. I was like, holy crap, man. But that that, that was a that was an experience on that deer yeah. right there. That, uh, that wide load deer that I'm going to be hunting this year, the first time I seen him last year, he jumped the fence and he come running in. There was like four different bucks down and eating some white oak acorns. And he come in and he made a beeline right to them. They went to fighting. The woods stunk for like 30 minutes. Like oh, it God. smelled like buck piss. That's all. God. The whole entire woods smelled like a rutting buck. I, I've never smelled that before in my life. You know, most of the time you don't smell them till you get right you up, get on, up them. on them. Yeah, yeah. But the whole I was the deer was seventy five yards away from me, and I could smell them. Golly, yeah, they stunk. Good, but now that was that was exciting. So you gonna try to get that one this year? Oh yeah, he's he's dunskies. <laughs> well, I, I hope the best for you. I can't wait to see that oh, deer, especially yeah. when you get your hands on him. That's gonna be something else for that one. Yeah, boy. there's something there's something about whenever you've got pictures of a deer years you know yeah watching seen, them grow. this deer grow up and then it's time you know that all right that deer is it's, 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 a, it's a good now. feeling that is a good feeling i haven't got to do that with one yet i i had one two years ago it was a really nice deer and I, i'll tell you another story too um but my neighbor ended up shooting that one like like you like your neighbor had on that one or whatever and it was a really nice deer one of the biggest things that I had was I had a white bearded hen mm. up here and I had pictures of it years for years. And I guarantee you've seen this picture of that guy that shot that white bearded hen that had in the newspaper and everything. Probably. And it was this it was this year or whatever. That was the bearded hen that I had on my property. No way. Yes. Yeah, I think I remember Buddy showing me that picture. Yeah. When it killed like opening day or something. Yeah. 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 And I was sick. I was sick. I was like, God, I'm I could have shot that. I could have shot that hen years. I had her on camera for years. My my in-laws yeah. didn't, didn't want me to shoot her. But she was, God, my, she would beat the hell out of any daggum uh, gobbler that came around. I, I don't know about you, but I had a tough turkey season this year. Like, I, I could not. I connected one time. I finally killed a turkey opening week i guess it was the second day and then after that i it was tough i could not it was like that one i was telling you about you know called that turkey in three times and didn't connect with him yeah i had another property i was hunting i called in a turkey he'd come in and then he got almost in range i 
got a Mossberg that's set up for turkey, just strictly a turkey hunting gun. Right. Got a red dot scope, you know, 50 yards. I can demolish a dinner plate. Yeah. But uh, he was right there getting close to 50 yards, and I was dropped down on the gun ready to go, and he turned and made a right-hand turn, went up on top of a ridge, and just stood there and gobbled. Mm. That's tough. The turkey season was tough this year. There was a lot. There was a lot of evening birds shot this year. Not a whole lot of morning birds this year. I couldn't get a turkey to do nothing in the evenings. That's the only time they were talking up here, for some reason. Now I did shoot one in the morning. I had a really good hunt this year in the morning, but most of them were all were all evening birds. I had I had two turkeys come in straight off the roost. One yeah. one I killed and I took a buddy. And we had a turkey roosted. He was about 500 yards away from us on a different property. And he flew down, come through a god-awful thick clear cut, come right to us, and ended up looking like he had something wrong with his beard. It was just an old strangy, mm-hmm. straggly beard, and they didn't shoot him. Should have, but. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's how it goes, uh, man. Yeah. That's how it goes. Well, listen, bud, I appreciate you coming up here. Appreciate you coming on the podcast. Appreciate you coming up here and talking with us. It's been fun. We'll have to get up sometime. And yeah, we'll have to do that. Turkey That's hunting or something. Sounds good. We'll do it. All right, buddy. I appreciate you coming up here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. Thanks for tuning in this week on the episode. Thanks to all of the people that all the likes and comments and follows and everything. Big shout out to all of our sponsors that we got going on. Uh, We'll be back next week. We are leaving to go to the Cape Lookout trip on Saturday. I am going to take all the equipment with us, and we are going to try to do a show out there on the beach. Um, may work, may not, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, so y'all stay tuned to next week, and um, big thank you to everybody. And uh, Jace? Thanks for listening. <laughs>